my witness. Always go for the front. Buy low, sell high. Fear, that's the other guy's problem. Biz Talk Radio is proud to bring you... Investor's Edge with Gary Kolbaum. Straight talk about you and your money. You can reach Gary now at 877-747-EDGE. That's 877-747-3343. Here's your host, Gary Kolbaum. And welcome once again to Investor's Edge. I'm Gary Kolbaum, your host. Hey, thanks for being with us today. Glad you're here, ladies and gentlemen. Happy that you are listening. It is uh, Wednesday, uh, May 8th, 2019, and we're here to cover everything that needs to be covered. <laughs> yes. Sometimes we cover too much. We'll talk markets, trade, the economy, executive privilege, 20 years too late, and all kinds of other stuff, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks for being with us today. Uh, if you do not get the show in your city, go to GaryK.com. You can listen live or archive. We're live 6.06 p.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday. Also, GaryK.com. You can follow me on Twitter. Just press the button. Or go to Twitter at Gary Kolbaum. You can email me. Just be nice. Read our commentary articles. We post charts of the day. If you like to hear what we're doing, we like to hear what you're doing. Press the money management button. Press the subscribe button to get our notes direct to you. And our email service, convictionleaders.com, convictionleaders.com, convictionleaders.com. Uh, right at uh, GaryK.com. Uh, you know, there's a Senate seat up in Wyoming where somebody's retiring. The Senate seat will definitely go to somebody like me. Anybody know if Wyoming's nice? I'm thinking of making a call. By the way, I'm kidding, but I'm kind of not. The story goes that the Republican Party's been calling Donald Trump Jr. to run for that seat, which is a lock, but he's not going to Wyoming. Hmm. Senator Gary. Now, that would be quite interesting, wouldn't it? I have friends that live in Cody, Wyoming, and I hear it's beautiful there. Senator Gary. Yeah, we'll see. All right. You know, we do the show around what you want to hear. On a daily basis, we get these emails. They don't want me to email them back the answer. Gary, will you talk about this tonight? And we do. We cover all that stuff. Uh, uh, the two things that you guys wanted to know about today, number one, the trade. The tr not Odell Beckham, but the trade deal with China. And number two... Everybody wanted to know what I thought of this whole expose, which really wasn't a big expose, but the New York Times put out this report on Donald Trump. What else is new? About how he lost a ton of money, I guess back in the 80s and 90s, to his businesses. Hmm. Let me start with the trade deal. My opinion. There is no way in hell this administration is going to put on those big tariffs on Friday at 12 a.m. I believe it would be Friday morning before Friday's market. There's no way. Now, even though they have filed the papers for it, I think it's nothing more than scare tactics. Let me explain why. Donald Trump first put the tweets out on these tariffs Sunday night. What he would be doing is telling this whole country of ours, I'm giving you a few, just a few days to get your, your act in order. Meaning what? Imagine if you're a manufacturer of anything. And you do 50 million bucks a year in sales, manufacturing. Donald Trump has told this manufacturer that instead of $50 million, 57.5 million, 
That'll be the cost of, because they're going to add $7.5 million on a tariff. Which means somebody's going to pay for that, because they're not going to go out of business. Now, times that by all these companies out there. Countries don't pay tariffs, the countries. China imports something here. Somebody, instead of paying a dollar, pays a dollar twenty. And it's usually the consumer. It's usually not good for the economy. Now, the last time you put in tariffs, people had weeks, if not months, to prepare. There's no preparation for this one. Now, this morning, Sarah Sanders went out and lied and said, in answer to a question, yeah, China still wants a deal. But she was just coming out so she'd stop the markets from going down, but also to set up Trump to backing away from the tariffs. So there's not going to be any. Trump is going to say, no matter what, we're still working on it. We're going to move those tariffs, let's say, six weeks from now. I'm, I'm guaranteeing you it. Except if I'm wrong, and he puts them in, it's not going to be good news. That's my take. Now, you know what I think of tariffs? They suck. Trump uses them as a tactic, and I'll tell you what I hate the most, is all the Republicans that back the president up on the tariffs. If Obama was doing these tariffs, they'd be ripping them to shreds. How dare he put these tariffs on? But since it's Trump, they're good. But they're not. They're terrible. They make no sense. And I don't care, oh, the economy's strong, the market's up. I don't care. Tariffs are stupid. Big time stupid. And we'll see how it plays out. Tomorrow night, late, into Friday morning. Now, the Chinese are showing up in Washington, D.C. I believe tomorrow. I'm not so sure they're going to be even talking tomorrow. Maybe a little bit. Uh, today's market was all over the map based on all this stuff, but something happened at the end of the day where we'll get into it in five minutes because it got short shrift today. Because, let's see, Barr got... Uh, what did they do to Barr today? They held him in contempt. Uh, the president exerted, is that the word? Uh, put it, whatever. Uh, executive privilege on something or other, blah, blah, blah. So all that crap was going on in D.C. today. You know, you know what I got to say about that. The Republicans and the Democrats were in there, and they end up doing this, that, and the other thing for William Barr. But those are the same people in there that brought us the $22 trillion of debt, trillion-dollar yearly deficits. They should all be fired. They should all be fired. Immediately. They are all miserable failures with our treasure. And that is our tax dollars that we work so hard to give to them that supposedly they are handling in an efficient and effective manner. But no, they use us and they abuse us. And now you got the socialists really wanting to come after us for even more. Forget the fact that federally, state, and local, they're going to spend upwards of $7 trillion this year. Count them, $7 trillion. They want more. And of course, on the Socialist Party, there isn't a tax they have not proposed. In the last few months, the presidential candidates have just about hit everything. I'm waiting for the pet tax. You got a dog, he poops too much, ten bucks a poop. You think I'm kidding? There's no sarcasm there, they're insane. Anyway, that was our day in Washington, D.C. Trade, contempt, executive privilege, blah, blah, blah. So up next, we will do the uh, full market wrap. We will do the movers of the day. And yes, you asked me about this New York Times slash Trump thing. I'm going to tell you the truth. The truth. The unvarnished truth about this article on Trump and all his big losses he had in the 80s and 90s. What a concept. The truth. That. And more. Up next. On this one and only Investor's Edge. 
It's time to switch on the integrator units and get the brain cells working. You're listening to... Hey, this promises to be fun. Investor's Edge. The last bastion of quality programming. With Gary Coltbaum. It doesn't get better than this. And welcome once again to Investor's Edge. Thanks for being with us today. The Market Wrap is brought to you by investment-models.com. That's Cosmo and Winston in the background. <laughs> it's not brought to you by Cosmo and Winston. But it is brought to you by investment-models.com. That's Jim Rohrbeck, one of the great market timers. No gray areas with the man you're either in or out of the market. was proprietary in the case. Just go check it out. Investment-models.com. On the day, you ready? Dow up two. S&P down five. NASDAQ down 20. NASDAQ 100 down 23. SOX down 12. Weakness in the small and mid caps. Advanced declines, eh, 16.19 on the New York, 14.17 on the NASDAQ. Yields went up a little bit. A couple of stories today. Number one, uh, Match.com, IAC Interactive. That owns Match.com. Match was up 7.5 to 68. IAC Interactive up 13 to 239. I guess you guys are getting a lot of dates online. I don't know about you. If I was young, whatever, I don't think I'd ever do that. Online dating. I know everybody, millions do it. I don't know if I can do it. Maybe I'm just the shy type. That stood out today. Uh, what else stood out today? Something happened late in the day. So uh, just to give you an idea of today's action, because of all the uh, volatility with Trump and the trade and stuff like that, uh, the market today, let, let's just say at 3.25 today, oh, let me put it best. Uh, we dropped 150 points in the last 30 minutes in the Dow. Just letting you know. To finish up, too. We were up 150. Uh, the NASDAQ was uh, uh, up 30, finished down 20 in those last you know, 15, 20 minutes, something, something to that effect. And you just had some pretty decent swings throughout the day. But something happened at the end of the day to cause the back to drop. And I don't know why it got after everything, but Intel just dropped like a rock. Uh, Intel just recently gapped down about uh, 8, 9, 10 trading days ago. We'll follow through today as they lowered numbers even more than they already did. Really bad numbers. And they came after all the semiconductors. Semis were up, finished down 11, and that did the trick. Now, the good news is, yeah, I'm looking at like the growth names, a bunch of them green. No complaint there. A few, uh, a few in the red, but no big deal. But that was the story at the close today, so we're finally getting some bad reactions to bad earnings. What else stuck out today? Lyft. Remember Lyft yesterday was up a little bit in the aftermarket on their big losses? Stock finished down 6.5 today to 52.91, a new all-time low again. $72 IPO. It's now 52 and change. Opened at 88. And this will have some repercussions because on Friday, Uber comes out. Now, as I have told you, Uber has lowered the market cap of their IPO from like a 125, I think they're like between 80 and 90 billion, which is still too high. And the other story behind it, as I told you, I have friends who have Uber stock that they bought pre-IPO. And they thought they were going to score. They bought the, uh, maybe the last, last tranche at 50 bucks. Uber now, at this second, is said to be coming out between 44 and $50 at the IPO. So my friends are not exactly happy. And it better not act like Lyft after it opens. And the other part of the equation of them getting this stock, they have like six months restriction. They can't sell. I'm not sure if they can go and collar it, which means you're just hedging from a certain point until you are out of your restriction. I'm not sure if they're going to be able to or not. I don't have that answer. Otherwise, when all was said and done, flippity-floppity-choppity all over the place today. 
also, a few other things. Boeing was up to and change. Stock just feels dead right now. Uh, Disney up buck and a half. I believe Disney's up in the aftermarket also. Eh, only about 70 cents on their earnings. Disney announced their movies for the next few years. Damn, they're going to make a lot of money. Damn. They're going to make a lot of money. I think that next one's The Lion King is coming out. That one's going to hit big too. And then they got some Star Wars, Avatar. I think that isn't Avatar Disney. Yeah, Avatar's Disney. There's two of those coming out. Should be quite interesting. Uh, what else? Uh, United Tech, United Health are up a stick. Down a stick was Walmart. Uh, Intel, as I mentioned, Goldman Sachs, and uh, Caterpillar. Uh, but for me, the big story was what happened at Intel at the end of the day. What happened to the semis at the end of the day. And now we'll see what happens with the uh, tariffs. Our opinion is there's no way the president can put these tariffs on. Unless he's asking for it. Markets are not going to take kindly to it. And I got news for you. China is not going to play kindly to it. And I must tell you, I'm not sure that the president's reading China correctly. I think China cheats. I think something needs to be done. But China is just not going to bow down and say, yes, sir. And now with this out of nowhere, we'll see. Now keep in mind, China supposedly changed their stance on everything. If they did, they probably deserve this. But it still does not get the job done. So we're going to have an interesting next couple of days specifically Uber, where, by the way, a bunch of drivers were protesting today, Uber and Lyft, and the trade deal, which, you know what I've been saying for months, just get the stupid thing over with. I be- really believe it's been over-dramatized. You know? I don't think it's the end-all, be-all. But they've sure made it news-driven. Big time. Now, we're in hopes. Maybe market does nothing for the next few weeks. Pulls back 2, 3, 4, 5%. That'll set you up good into the middle of the year. Of course, the market could care less about what I want or what I think. We can always hope. Up next on the edge, more of the markets. Your questions on Trump, much more. I'm Gary. This is the one and only Investor's Edge. America is talking. Investor's Edge. There's got to be people dead. The crowd is just on its feet here. Cinderella boy. With Gary Coltbaum. I'm highly recommended. You're going to feel better if you talk to him. I am going to uh, uh, post the video up. Um, it's actually a CNN video. They uh, interviewed a 12-year-old kid at this, uh, from the school where one person is dead and a few others injured. Two of the students went in and shot things up. Unfortunately, it was not worse than it was. And they interviewed this kid, little 12-year-old kid, explaining what happened. Um, and the kid said that the teacher made her go in the closet. And he said, I, I grabbed and held on to a, an aluminum bat, a steel bat, I think he used that term. Because I was going to go down fighting. That's what this little 12-year-old kid said. And as usual, everybody's yapping about what are we going to do about this shouldn't be and stuff like that. Like there's a real straight, solid answer about stopping somebody from doing this. These are Remember, these are outlier events by bad people. I'm always amazed. Amazed that more soft targets have not been hit. It tells you how good a security we really do have. 
Think about that. Literally everything is a soft target. The bad guys aren't going to go to a Super Bowl and hurt someone because they know how much security is there. They're going to go to the softer places. And what a place to go than these schools. There's kids there. And I know some people say, and I guess there's some laws in some states about arming teachers. I don't know if that's the answer. I don't. I really don't. Anyway, I'm going to post that video. Wait till you see this little kid. I was going to go down fighting, a little 12-year-old. Uh, remember, we started ending the show, Go Home and Hug Your Children, the, the day of the Columbine incident, which was 99, I think. My goodness. And it's still happening. All right. Okay. Enough of that. So we'll skip a little bit here. The New York Times did this whole thing about Donald Trump losing all kinds of money. I guess in the 80s or 90s. And I wake up this morning. I don't watch it often. But I turn on at 6 a.m. this morning Joe. It's Joe Scarborough. And I believe he married the woman that's with him, Mika something or other. And they're making fun of Donald Trump. They hate the guy. I've turned them on before. And I mean, they literally just wall-to-wall ripping Trump. That's all they do. I don't think there's any other news. But they're making fun of Trump, putting him down. They bring on the guests. Here's the, he's a loser. I mean, basically calling Donald Trump a loser. An absolute loser. For losing all kinds of money on, I guess, real estate, casinos, whatever it may be. And I get my New York Times, and I start reading this whole thing, and I'm thinking, well, what, what's new? There was absolutely nothing new in this report. I knew all of it already. Everybody knew all of it already. Donald Trump lost a lot of money in certain real estate deals. In the airline, he had the Trump shuttle. He once owned a, a what is it, the USFL football team. He had a bad time with his casinos. I believe uh, uh, one of the symbols for his casino on the NYSE was DJT. I think it went to zero. Everybody knows it. But they played this New York Times like this was all new news, and the media just absolutely lied like this was all new. And they're ripping the guys to shred. And I'm thinking to myself, wait a minute. So the guy lost all this money, but now look where he is at. Isn't that a story to be wowed about? A man that was at the top that went to the bottom and then got back to the top? Aren't we supposed to celebrate people like that? They're just making fun of the guy today. It was the funniest thing I've ever seen. They're making fun of a billionaire that makes great go- He does make great golf courses. And you know I'm not a fan of a lot of things about the guy, but I'm watching this and I'm thinking to myself... Is the media insane? They regurgitated 20-some-odd-year-old stories. But what, they have nothing to report today? So we know. By the way, all of these things went to the IRS and they approved everything. They were trying to say, oh, they think he committed crimes off of it. And maybe he lied to get loans. Maybe. Everything's a maybe. Everything a source says. They really, I don't know what these people are going to do with themselves. They better hope Trump wins the next election because I don't know what they're going to do with themselves if he loses and he goes back to Mar-a-Lago. They're going to have nothing to talk about. Do you know if an earthquake hit the United States and just blew up a city, 
they would start the news, an earthquake hit so-and-so, 500 people dead, city is leveled, in further news, and then you go back to Trump. By the way, God forbid an earthquake. California fell into the sea. In further news, Trump, they're, they're lunatics. And they don't even see it for themselves. Do you know CNN's ratings? I think Fox fourfolds them. MSNBC, I think, more than doubles them. Yet they keep running the same crap 24-7. It's TNN, the Trump News Network, not CNN. It's the 24-7 of, of trying to take down somebody. And their ratings are horrible. They're just getting rid of 100 people. But they don't change. I was taught years ago, if you're ever doing something that's not working once, eh, try it a second time. If you're not working twice, maybe you go a third time. Oh, it didn't work the third time. You probably need to do something different. They don't do anything different. Do the experiment. Here's what I want each Just pick out three random times during the day. Any time. And just turn it on. They'll be talking about Trump and they'll be putting him down. So I'm just letting you know my opinion. I knew all this. Everybody on Wall Street knew all this. Most people knew all this. But it's now breaking news. Man, oh man, oh man. I know he's antagonistic. I know he's got some serious rough edges. There are a lot of things I don't like about him. But man, they are treating him like he's Hitler, Mussolini, Stalin, Pol Pot, Mao, and every worst person in the world throughout history all in one. And we have 3.6% unemployment, so he can't be that all bad, right? Anyway, I just had to mention that. It, it just do, do that experiment and report back to me. Any three times. Do it, do, do it any six times. Same thing. Same thing. Different hour. All right, up next on the edge, as I said. Uh, we'll be back on the market. Lots to cover. We'll mention more talk on Uber and whatever else. Thanks for being here. This is the one only investor's edge. You are listening to. Well, what are you waiting for? One, two, ready, no. go. Action! Investors Edge. With What up? Uh, George Clooney uh, was on Jimmy Kimmel last night doing a fake commercial about climate change skeptics calling them dumb effing idiots. Of course, George Clooney then just went on his private jet to fly back to Lake Como to his gargantuan villa that uses up tons of carbon. Remember, ladies and gentlemen. Remember, ladies and gentlemen. Remember, ladies and gentlemen. Preach to you one thing, live their life another thing. That's all. Just always remember that. When somebody tells you that the earth is going to die and we've got to do everything for it, and then they get on their private jet, which takes them to their yacht, you go tell them to go screw. You got that? Give me somebody that walks the walk and talks the talk. I'm good. The others, go screw. That's all. And I would tell it to Clooney's face. Who I happen to like, except on this. Just letting you know, 
if you do not believe in what they think, you're a dumb effing idiot. By the way, he didn't bleep out the word effing. Just letting you know. Every time the market loses a couple of percent, they're out. You know who. Not the Morlocks. But you know who's out. This time it's the end of the world. No, really, this time it's the end of the world. No, really, this is the time. You know, they have these... You know what's going on in Vegas right now? It's the SALT conference, where it brings a lot of people together to speak and yap and yap and speak. And I find it interesting, they have some people there, speaking and whatever, been bears since 1931. You, you get what I'm saying? They actually have a coin guy there telling you why coins are so great. And I was driving home and I was listening to his interview and stuff, and he says, well, Bitcoin is the one that stood. And the guy asked a very reasonable question. What about the other 2,400 coins that are down 95 to 100%? Well, you, you know, uh, there are so many elements in the uh, table, but the only one – in other words, BS. So Bitcoin's rallying a little bit, still down, what, 75 80% off the highs? And you know what we think, that the only reason why it's higher than everything else is it's held in a few hands and they can't sell. What's my point in all this? Just pay attention. The latest one's been the weed. They don't tell you till raise down about 80% from the highs and a bunch of others have been obliterated. They won't tell you that. But I'll still keep getting these calls from people that I need to get into the CBD, DBC, private equity arena, give them 50 grand, they'll give me back 150. I said to the guy, why don't I just sell a few dime bags and make my money that way? <laughs> he said. So I just want you to be careful. And the reason I say it now, we got an asset bubble going on. It's, it's an asset bubble. And we're seeing a few things pop. I don't know how bad it gets. The weed stocks have popped. The coins popped. I don't know if you've been watching around some of the more expensive housing areas. The high ends popped. Now, you don't have to worry about that. Just because a $50 million two-bedroom in New York is now $35 million. But I'm just making notes. Some of it's starting to happen. And maybe not the end of the world and everything's going to be A-OK. I'm just letting you know, Beyond Meat IPO only happens in an asset bubble. $5 billion market cap with $80 million in sales, losing $30 million on the $80 million. Are you kidding? With, by the way, lots of competition. By the way, they finally sold that off today a little bit, down 7 bucks to 72 down about 9% today. And still with a market cap of $4.2 billion. So only at the end, the popping of this, do we really know how bad? But just realize, when you have a chance, go look at Tilray and see that it was at 300 it's now 46 and it's not even really worth 5 bucks. Go do that. Go look at the... Uh, the Bitcoin, which is still down, eh, let's see, 39, 38, 31, yeah, about 80%, with some down 95 to 100. Dennis Rodman came out with a coin, the pot coin. Do you know people invested in it? Because they're sick in the mind. So again, it's just a warning shot. It's just a warning shot. That weird things happen, weird pricing happens. And if you're the last, it isn't a pretty... Have a good evening, drive carefully. Tomorrow's Thursday, that's right. When you get home, do like we do, simple procedure. To make sure you hug your children. Night-night all.
this clean edit of Investor's Edge created by Stu Lander. Follow me at twitter.com slash s-t-o-o-l-a-n-d-e-r.